You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Hey, welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. Mike here. We're reading the Bible as a conversation so that we can find our next best yes in our relationship with God. Do you remember when God was leading his people out of slavery in Egypt? He said, instead of leading them straight there along the Mediterranean coastline, he would take them south and through the wilderness. He said he knew that the Israelites would turn and flee if they got into a war with the locals. So God is leading his people the long way around. Do you feel like that sometimes? Like God is taking you the long way? (laughs) We've got to be willing to accept the long way, the wilderness seasons, as God's process. It's the time where he turns slaves into sons. And in the next three episodes, I'm calling God's Wilderness To-Do List. And in them, God does all the talking. He's busy establishing his presence among his people. It's not just laws. We just read a few chapters on laws. Half a chapter here is spent on laws, but the rest is God shifting focus, shifting priorities, starting new things, and most importantly, setting up his presence among his people. It's good to remember, God isn't primarily about telling you what to do or not to do. His priority is that you establish him at the center of your life so you can do life together. It's like a marriage. A good marriage has rules, right? Like, don't sleep with anybody else. Don't even flirt. But the marriage isn't primarily about the rules. How joyless would that be? It's about observing those boundaries because you love the person, and then enjoying the freedom of living inside those boundaries, learning to not just live together, but loving living together. But that takes some communication and intentionality, and that's what this episode is about. Let's see ourselves in the sandals of God's people here as we check out Exodus 23 through 25. You shall not spread a false report. Don't join your hand with the wicked to be a malicious witness. You shall not follow a crowd to do evil. You shall not testify in court to side with a multitude to pervert justice. You shall not favor a poor man in his cause. If you meet your enemy's ox or his donkey going astray, you shall surely bring it back to him again. If you see the donkey of him who hates you fallen down under his burden... Don't leave him. You shall surely help him with it. You shall not deny justice to your poor people in their lawsuits. Keep far from a false charge, and don't kill the innocent and righteous, for I will not justify the wicked. You shall take no bribe, for a bribe blinds those who have sight and perverts the words of the righteous. You shall not oppress an alien, for you know the heart of an alien, since you were aliens in the land of Egypt. For six years you shall sow your land and shall gather in its increase, but the seventh year you shall let it rest 
and lie fallow, that the poor of your people may eat, and what they leave the animal of the field shall eat. In the same way you shall deal with your vineyard and with your olive grove. Six days you shall do your work, and on the seventh day you shall rest, that your ox and your donkey may have rest, and the son of your servant and the alien may be refreshed. Be careful to do all the things I've said to you, and don't invoke the name of other gods, or even let them be heard out of your mouth. You shall observe a feast to me three times a year. You shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, as I commanded you, at the time appointed in the month Abib, for in it you came out of Egypt. And no one shall appear before me empty. And the feast of harvest, the first fruits of your labors, which you sow in the field and the field of ingathering at the end of the year, when you gather in your labors out of the field, three times in the year, all your males shall appear before the Lord, Yahweh. You shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leavened bread. The fat of my feast shall not remain all night until the morning. You shall bring the first of the first fruits of your ground into the house of Yahweh, your God. And you shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you by the way and to bring you into the place which I've prepared. Pay attention to him and listen to his voice. Don't provoke him, for he will not pardon your disobedience, for my name is in him. But if you indeed listen to his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel shall go before you and bring you into the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Canaanite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, and I will cut them off. You shall not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor follow their practices, but you shall utterly overthrow them and demolish their pillars. You shall serve Yahweh your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I'll take away sickness from among you. No one will miscarry or be barren in your land. I'll fulfill the number of your days. I will send my terror before you and confuse all the people to whom you come. And I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. I'll send the hornet before you, which will drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite and the Hittite from before you. I'll not drive them out from before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the animals of the field multiply against you. Little by little, I'll drive them out from before you until you have increased and inherit the land. I'll set your border from the Red Sea, even to the Sea of the Philistines, and from the wilderness to the river. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and you shall drive them out before you. You shall make no covenant with them, nor with their gods. They shall not dwell in your land, lest they make you sin against me. For if you serve their gods, it will surely be a snare to you. He said to Moses, Come up to Yahweh, you and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship from a distance. Moses alone shall come near to Yahweh, but they shall not come near. The people shall not go up with him. Moses came and told the people all Yahweh's words, and all the ordinances, and all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which Yahweh has spoken, we will do. Moses wrote all Yahweh's words, then rose up early in the morning and built an altar at the base of the mountain with twelve pillars for the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young men of the children of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of cattle to Yahweh. 
Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. He took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people, and they said, We will do all that Yahweh has said and be obedient. Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, Look, this is the blood of the covenant which Yahweh has made with you concerning all these words. Then Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel went up. They saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was like a paved work of sapphire stone, like the skies for clearness. He didn't lay his hand on the nobles of the children of Israel. They saw God and ate and drank. Yahweh said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here, and I will give you the stone tablets with the law and the commandments that I have written, that you may teach them. Moses rose up with Joshua, his servant, and Moses went up onto God's mountain. He said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come again to you. Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever is involved in a dispute can go to them. Moses went up on the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. Yahweh's glory settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. The seventh day he called out to Moses in the middle of the cloud. The appearance of Yahweh's glory was like devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. Moses entered into the middle of the cloud and went up on the mountain, and Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, that they take an offering from me. From everyone whose heart makes him willing, you shall take my offering. This is the offering which you shall take from them, gold, silver, bronze, Blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, sea cow hides, acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate. Let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furniture, even so you shall make it. They shall make an ark of acacia wood. Its length shall be two and a half cubits, its width a cubit and a half, and a cubit and a half its height. You shall overlay it with pure gold. You shall overlay it inside and out, and you shall make a gold molding around it. You shall cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in its four feet. Two rings shall be on the one side of it, and two rings on the other side of it. You shall make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. You shall put the poles into the rings on the side of the ark to carry the ark. The poles shall be in the rings of the ark. They shall not be taken from it. You shall put the covenant which I shall give you into the ark. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two and a half cubits shall be its length and a cubit and a half its width. You shall make two cherubim of hammered gold. You shall make them at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub at the one end and one cherub at the other end, and you shall make the cherubim on its two ends of one piece with a mercy seat. The cherubim shall spread out their wings upward, covering the mercy seat with their wings and their faces toward one another. The faces of the cherubim shall be toward the mercy seat. You shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, and in the ark you shall put the covenant that I will give you. There I will meet with you. And I will tell you from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim, which are on the Ark of the Covenant, all that I command you for the children of Israel. You shall make a table of acacia wood. Its length shall be two cubits, and its width a cubit, and its height one and a half cubits. 
You shall overlay it with pure gold and make a gold molding around it. You shall make a rim of a hand width around it. You shall make a golden molding on its rim around it. You shall make four rings of gold for it and put the rings in the four corners that are on its four feet. The rings shall be close to the rim for places for the poles to carry the table. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold that the table may be carried with them. You shall make its dishes, its spoons, its ladles, and its bowls with which to pour offerings. You shall make them of pure gold. You shall set bread of the presence on the table before me always. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand shall be made of hammered work. Its base, its shaft, its cups, its buds, and its flowers shall be of one piece with it. There shall be six branches going out of its sides, three branches of the lampstand out of its one side, and three branches of the lampstand out of its other side. Three cups made like almond blossoms in one branch, and a bud and a flower, and three cups made like almond blossoms in the other branch, a bud and a flower, so for the six branches going out of the lampstand. And in the lampstand, four cups made like almond blossoms, its buds and its flowers, and a bud under two branches of one piece with it, and a bud under two branches of one piece with it, and a bud under two branches of one piece with it, for the six branches going out of the lampstand. Their buds and their branches shall be of one piece with it, all of it one beaten work of pure gold. You shall make its lamps seven, and they shall light its lamps to give light to the space in front of it. Its snuffers and its snuff dishes shall be of pure gold. It shall be made of a talent of pure gold with all these accessories. See that you make them after their pattern which has been shown to you on the mountain. God said he would lead his people through the wilderness instead of going straight to the promised land. Why? Because he knew if they faced war right away, they would turn back. What is God leading them through in the meantime? In this episode, we saw God set boundaries, cast vision, and establish his presence among them. Could that be why God isn't leading you straight to where you want to be? Is he setting up healthy boundaries in your life? Is he casting a vision for a better future? Is he taking up residence in your heart? He's slowly turning slaves into sons. That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.